highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control. And we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on. And that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans and talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing? Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth of the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City, 833-212-1017 is the number. All right, so I was doing some, like, observing today. It's been a crazy day. I've been busy all day. I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning, up and out at 6 a.m. this morning, getting stuff done, writing, grading, um reading, all sorts of things. I was listening to an audiobook. Now, this is the same audiobook I've been listening to for like a week because it's like a 15-hour audiobook. And it talks about black people, right? And I'm not going to tell you because um, all things being fair, I hope to have the author on the airwaves in the coming months, so I'm not going to say. I'll let you know when I'm going to once it's confirmed. And then you can start reading the book and listening to the book, and then you can call in and all that stuff when I have the author on. But something I heard in conversation with someone else who's kind of like a muse, you know, I talk to this person all the time and kick around stuff. 
and talk about, hey, this is what I'm thinking about talking about today, right? And there was an observation made that I hadn't thought about, and it's kind of in line with what we were talking about the other day with drugs and fentanyl and the suburbs and all that stuff, right? Black people have to change the narrative about themselves because we're only 14% of the population and many of the things that occur in our community do not occur at the actual numbers that they occur in the white community. And we keep having this thing that, oh, they're poor black people. There can't be poor black people. We're only 14% of the population. If everybody else is black, there'd still be more poor white people. And so when we add up the percentage, right, the percentage is bigger. Based on the, I don't know how many black people are here, 42 million, something like that. I'm I'm at awe of how quickly we accept negative things about us. No question, no thinking, no trying to figure out if it's correct. We just accept it because we trust the source, the CNN, the MSNBC, whoever tells us, right? But if you think back, if you think back, everything America has declared a war on has increased. Think about it. We're going to fight this. We're going to stop this. Vietnam. Got your tail whooped. War has increased since then. What about homelessness, right? We talk about we're going to fight homelessness. We're going to put up feeding this and feeding that and feeding this and feeding that. And we ended up creating such a bad way for people. And I'll talk about some of the ways we uh, some of the things we did to correct some of these issues. Homelessness is one. I think we got more homeless people today than we've had ever in our country. Sorry about that. I had to drink some hot chocolate. I have some hot chocolate every day. By the way, warm drinks, hot chocolate, coffee are my comfort food. Like other people eat when they get stressed. I drink coffee. I drink hot chocolate. I'm just saying. So if you know of any really good hot chocolate, holler at a brother. Homelessness. But then there's poverty. Poverty is as high as it's ever been. But yet we pretend like black people are the ones living in poverty when, in fact, there are more white people in poverty than there are black people. And one of the callers talked about it the other day. I'm not going to call them what he called them. But there's more poverty today. One of the reasons we have poverty is because of what? Social programs from the government. And so when we created welfare, they talked about the fact that you're going to create something that's going to cause more poverty today than it did in order to fight. So we've been having this war on poverty and there are more people in poverty today than before. Here's why I think. Back in the day, late 1800s, early 1900s, right, we had benevolent groups. We had fraternities, sororities, order of the this, association and society of that, 
along with NAACP, Urban League, and all this, and startup insurance companies that were all black, we took care of us. And when we took care of us, we did it the way they do it in some Jewish communities. We have a fund, and if you lose your job and you're looking for a job and you fall on dire straits or a spouse gets sick and somebody can't work, we undergird you. We take care of you until you get back on your feet. It's kind of simple, but it works. When we removed that and the government took over, it was just a black hole. What do we spend for welfare? Trillions of dollars? And you're still, and I'm not talking about the help we give people. I'm not talking about the assistance people should actually be able to get because they need help. I just think who they get it from dictates how long you stay in it. If the government gives you the help and we have never found a government program that paid us money we didn't like, um, it stayed. But when the private community does that, when the private sector supports you, they tend to be able to be a little more loving, a little more giving, but a little more firm to make sure that you get up off your feet, help you have the tenacity and the fight. It's tough, but they do it. But then what about crime? We've had a war on crime since, I don't know, Cain's Lou Abel. And look at us. We're still fighting crime. But yesterday I had a thought about drugs. And that's what led me to believe that everything we declare a war on has increased in Milwaukee, in America and Milwaukee. We had a war on driving, increased. War on homicide increased. What are we doing? I think Emmett said it yesterday. It used to be illegal to have fentanyl strips. Now it's legal to have a fentanyl strip so you can check fentanyl in your drugs. Why are we helping you check fentanyl in your drugs? Why don't you just stop using drugs? Let's take the money that we're using to buy fentanyl sticks, strips and let's kind of, you know, put the person in rehab, give them some training, give them some help. But we don't do that. Why? Because everything we declare a war on in Milwaukee, in America, has won. Homelessness, poverty, crime, and drugs. But I think we missed something. I think we missed something. And I really hate to break it to you. But we really have a war on drugs. It's present in America. We have a war on drugs. And you know what? Drugs won. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken. <laughs> I'm just teasing Ben. I got to get you trouble. Ben Jamin, what's going on, brother? It's amazing. Always amazing. Good to see you. I got I to gotta get Ben in trouble. Like, what? Because he be doing work, and I'd be like, hey, hey, 
Like, I don't even want nothing. I'll just be harassing him, so I got to be nice. Because Ben controls the microphone. He can cut it off. I turn it on. He cut it off. I turn it on. Cut it off. And we just go after it. Yeah. But they take care of us. Don't let nobody fool y'all. Producers here are like the cream of the crop. Like, producers here are the ones that get it done. So don't don't let nobody. When I was producing radio, it was the same thing. But talent ran their own board. And then everybody else just kind of, you know, made stuff happen. This is the flip, right? Like, you're kind of treated like a king or queen. And they handle everything. And they make it happen. So I'm just saying thank you to the production crew. And they got to do social media, and they got to do video, and it, man, I would have quit like day two. I'm out. Goodbye. Not that I couldn't do it. I'm retired. I don't want to work that hard. 833-212-1017 is the number. We have had an inordinate amount of wars on things that have not panned out. We have had a war on crime, homelessness, food deserts, all kind of ridiculous things. And I say ridiculous because it was a war, and I call that ridiculous, because nothing happened. It actually increased. How does that even happen? It happens because the same people keep winning. So... If I don't help you get a job to help you move up in life, to help you make more money, to help you balance your budget so that you can afford to save, so that you can buy a house, then the community will never move forward because you keep putting in so much money to disincentivize doing certain things like starting business, going to work, getting an education. If I can't get middle class people to move into a neighborhood, then the neighborhood won't change. The amount of taxes paid won't go up. Like, think about those those cities, right, that have aldermen and women who actually do their job because the people that pay the taxes call them. Pick up the phone and say, why aren't you doing this? Because that's what I do. I call my, my, my alderman and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, why is that that? Like, why is this going on? What's that over there? Why is that piled up? Perfect example. They hadn't picked up snow, and I remember complaining about it on the air. And if you have any thoughts on it, 833-212-1017 is the number. Is, is, are we just wore out? Like, is it time to just say, okay, uncle, I give, wave the white flag. Because drugs won the drug war. Homelessness won the homelessness war. Crime is winning the crime war. Poverty never put a dent in it. So how do we fix these? How do you win a war that nobody wants to win? 833-212-1017. Is the number? I, I just I'm I'm looking for solutions. We talk about it enough. We've gone through it enough. We're about we're in a recession. The lies of about to be in a recession and we're at the start is ridiculous to me. 
we met the technical and the actual requirements to be in a recession, and we are. So what are we doing? What are we changing? Because clearly voting the same way has got us nothing. Forget Republicans. Diehard Democrats have given us absolutely nothing in the state of Wisconsin. Nothing. Every time there was an issue in Milwaukee, Mayor Barrett blamed Republicans in the state that had nothing to do with it. Shared revenue. It was always something. Meanwhile, nobody is talking about the pension issue we're about to have. Nobody's talking about the amount of money we got to pay out to all these people, including myself, who retired. Do we have a war on pensions? Is it a war on cops, firefighters, city work? Like what? What are, what are we doing to end these things? Because none of it worked. We need a new tactic. Voting the same way isn't going to work. We see that. If Mandela Barnes didn't do anything as a state rep and didn't do anything as a lieutenant governor, what makes you think he's going to do anything as a senator? Show me the track record. Give me the plan of what you're going to do when you become a senator. We're not sending you to Washington to fight against Donald Trump when he's not president. We're not sending you to co-sign what Joe Biden says or does because he may not be the president. What are we doing when we vote for people and send them in? Because if there's a war, I don't know who he's at war with. And if it's with the Republicans, they're not in power. So what are we doing? Get your job done. We got a war on all these things. But nothing seems to stick. And black people keep voting the same way. I mean, I love Sherwin Hughes, but dude, 110% Democrat all the time and got nothing to show for it. Give me one thing that's good about this city. Now, on the flip side, there are about a thousand things that are good about this city. Why aren't we touting them? Why aren't we pushing them? Why is it Governor Evers putting money into the city to promote business, to promote growth, to promote good neighborhoods? He's just giving people free stuff so that they vote for him in November. And then we'll go right back to him being voiceless, faceless, and his staff runs everything. But we keep voting the same way. We keep doing the same thing. We never ask for anything. We don't want anything. We just feel good. And exactly that's what they give us. Nothing. The war on anything, nothing changes. Got more homeless people than we know what to do with. Got more poverty than we know what to do with. Got more reckless driving and criminals and crimes and homicide than we know what to do with. And nobody asks the politician. Mandela Barnes doesn't even come on black media anymore. He don't even care about it. He think he going to get the vote from white people and he going to get in and he going to do exactly what every other Democratic federal official has done for the city of Milwaukee. Nothing. 
Where's Gwen Moore? Where's Tammy Baldwin? Show up for the vote. Go back in the hole. Never bring anything back. Never have anything. Like, what's the, when's the last time we got something from the federal government that wasn't COVID-related? Anybody? 833-212-1017. What do we need to change in Milwaukee in order to move forward? Because the war on everything has increased to the point where everything's out of control. Got a war on education? MPS ain't doing a really good job at that. Talking text line says lobbyists are part of the problem. No, they're not. You can just decide not to listen to the lobbyists. You can decide to vote what your constituents tell you. And if you're a politician and you let the lobbyists come in and change your mind and tell you to vote for them, then you're not, not only an idiot, you probably shouldn't be in office. But I get your point. Cannot fight a humanitarian war with corporations in your pocket. Yes, you can. Because it's all about the dollar. You're absolutely right it's about the dollar. And you tell them, if you're going to do this, then you need to do that. If you're not putting any money in, you need to go somewhere and sit down. Let's call them out. But we won't do that. We let people walk over us, and we don't get anything for it. I don't get it. Aren't people mad? Aren't people upset at, at, at the way you're treated in Milwaukee, the way your politicians treat you? What is that? 833-212-1017 is the number. Hit us on the phone. We got phone callers holding, talking text coming in. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Milwaukee Black Arts Festival is back. Come join the Truth Street team at the Summerfest Grounds this Saturday from noon. Until 8 p.m. as we celebrate the deep roots of African heritage and the creative magnificence of black cultural arts. The event will be packed with fun-filled activities such as art, music, poetry, dance, fashion, and much, much more. So again, join the the Truth Street Team. I was about to say the Struth Street Team. At Summer Ground Fest Park. Got it? See, you wouldn't even listen. Summerfest Grounds. That's this Saturday from noon till 8 p.m. for the return of Milwaukee Black Arts Festival. So make sure y'all come hang out noon till 8 on Saturday. Summerfest Grounds, Truth Street Team, Milwaukee Black Arts Festival. Go have a great time there. Talking Text Science says Milwaukee is a ammo reloader's dream. I find brass shell casings everywhere. Easy to sell. What do you mean by that? Like, is that a great thing or... Or is he being? Anyway, 833-212-1017. Tony, what you want? Hello, Tony. What you want and where you been? <laughs> I can kid. What's going on? What's up, man? 
Same old, same old. Just hustling and grinding. That's it. Uh, making more money, more money, more money. Trying to make a little bit. Like, yeah, every right. time I get something, like, oh, I got a problem. Like, uh, you got. Watch this. You like, got kids. You know it. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, it, it, I, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was. I, I just jumped in the car and listened. I was like, wow. Man, you gonna hurt somebody's feelings and telling all that truth like that. Well, and what truth was that? I mean, you know, we can't keep, keep on this, uh, as Tory Lowe said, this Democrat train and uh, continue to get the same results and then look for a different result. It, it, it's not happening for us. Yep. So something's gotta change, but you, I, and, and again, nothing is against you. It's the old guard. They don't want to get up off of it. Hey, they I'm not still on it. that train. I'm not on it, so I don't have to get up off it, so I'm not offended, but I feel exactly what you're saying. It's just like, man, I don't know how often I'm listening. I'm like, y'all still, I mean, what have you got? Like you said, what have you got? And then, like, again, you know, you got, you You called out Sherwin. I was like, oh, boy, don't you know, boy. Well, I didn't call him you out. He just, he just made a comment. I mean, he is who he is. I'm not, I'm not against Sherwin. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just teasing. You're, trying, yeah, you know, you know, you're just trying to always. dust up something. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> Stab a little sus, little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, I, and again, like this is the first thing when I when I came to the city. I was just like, how is it? And I, you know, going to school and learning a little bit about it. You know, and I think it was Doctor Ape or whatever. Uh, in the early, um, in the mid '60s, talking about the same exact thing, yep. Yep. and the same exact thing is yep. going on, and I'm like, yep. "Where'd you guys gotten?" Yep. And then for somebody to be like, "Well, I'm gonna point out some little anecdotal things," I'm like, "I don't care about that. I'm talking about as a whole. What has changed? It's still, again, even on a national scale." And we keep talking about, you know, again, anecdotal things. Just it just happened by chance. You can't say, oh well, this president did this with uh, uh, um, uh, the housing market. I was like, well, black people lost more housing wealth than any other group during the housing market and its recovery. Right. So what are we talking about? And then you know, even even here. You keep, we keep getting it. The city's been run by uh, uh, Democrats for I don't know how long. Or, or, and or socialists. Democrats and socialists. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, so it's just like, dude, what are we really doing here to have some effective change? So, Well, what I kind mean, of change gotta, do you we think we look- need, Tony, though? I mean, what, what kind of change <laughs> can there be? If you were going to ask the Democratic I mean, Party for something... What would you? What's what? What are the top three things you would ask them to actually do? Not in general terms or change, but what do they need to do? I don't think you can. I don't. I don't know if you can change the Democratic Party. I mean, they, they're the ones in charge of Milwaukee. Are, they are the ones that are in charge true. of Milwaukee. True, but I, I think they would have to. Um, I mean, this is what Thomas Jefferson said. Sometimes you gotta, uh, you gotta have that. Every, I think it was every ten years, you gotta have a revolution to change what's going on, um, and because it's gonna, it's not gonna course correct if you don't do it. And so right now, we're still on that um, crash course that everybody see what's gonna happen, and we still hadn't changed. We hadn't did a course correct. But we already crashed. And so, it, but we already crashed. Yeah, I mean, the crash, we, the crash was know, like four years ago. Already, 
and so I mean to go on top of that, what to answer your question, what you're saying, if I was, if I, and again, this is one of the reasons why I thought about running for the Senate seat. Now I don't want, I don't necessarily think about just Ron Johnson, but as you said, Tammy Baldwin. You know, Tammy Baldwin needs to get up out of there. When do you ever see or hear about Tammy Baldwin doing anything in the city? Alexa. Yeah, exactly. That's when. And then, I mean, it's going to hurt some people's feelings, but Gwen Moore. I had a really awkward um, conversation with Gwen Moore, and it wasn't even supposed to be. I was just trying to ask her, you know, what was going on. And then she literally, in the middle of our conversation, turned to the side and act like I wasn't even there. Well. I'm like, wow, really? That's that's what we're going to do. If you don't sing the right song, that's it. You get cut off. Yeah. And so my my thing is is that I want to have, and I hate this expression to say boots on the ground, but I want to know what is really going on. And I don't continue to need all these statistician things. You you can see it. You can see the homeless issues and the tent issues uh, that was going on downtown under the bridge. Yeah, okay, but, yeah, but a lot of that's that? anecdotal. What you need is the actual hard data and numbers so that you can then change it and then watch it change. Right. Too long we've been going on how we feel or what our parents and grandparents told us, and so we carry it on. And it's wrong. Right. And we need to it move is. forward. It really is. Now, putting Mandela Barnes in, he's younger. He should be able to be more thoughtful, have a plan. Stop telling me what you're going to not do to get rid of Ron Johnson. I don't care about Ron Johnson. What are you going to do right. to take this state forward? Exactly. You won't even come on black Me? media. <clears throat> won't even come on black media. Come on now. Ridiculous. I said, I said if I ran for Senate, this is just me speaking, uh-huh. I am going to go to every county and see what is the biggest need there. And then I will, send, I will write up a plan, me and my staff, and we will take that to Congress. And it's like, let's get down to the brass tacks of things. I am here to do one thing, and that is help my state and then help the nation. And All it don't matter the if they're Democrats, it don't matter if they're Republicans, don't matter if they vote. I don't care any of that. I am trying to do it. I, and again, I'm going to Harley Waukesha. You might, don't, you might not like me because what it says besides the party that I'm representing. I have no choice of this matter. But I'm not here to say I'm all for this or all for that. I'm here to help you. So you can get past the party politics because this is what this is what gets us uh, into this tissy while other people get ahead while we're still bickering and fighting each other because there's an R and a D beside the name. Right. I don't care about that. I want to fight for each and every person. You might not like me, but I still know I got I, what I have to do is help you out. So very true. Thank you, sir. Ready to go. Uh, uh, I mean, get Ben Jamin out of that corner. He over there whispering. <laughs> well, he got to whisper, man. He got to answer the phone, brother. <laughs> Look, I heard, I heard you on the phone all the way over here. <laughs> all right, Tony, I appreciate right, you. You have a good one. All right, take care. 833-212-1017. We're going to get to more calls after the break, so please make sure you... Hold on. We want to say thank you to Northwestern Mutual for being a founding partner of the 
New 1017 The Truth, we're proud to be supported by a national leader in financial services, which has been helping families and businesses achieve financial security for over 160 years. Make sure you download the 1017 The Truth app. Listen to our monthly financial literacy interviews with North Western Mutual. Also want to remind you that Black-owned businesses are the cornerstone and backbone of the Black community, from the classic barbershop debates to local family-owned restaurants we enjoy. These fond memories show the greatness of what Milwaukee was, is, and will be. That's why the new 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank have teamed up to rebuild the backbone of Milwaukee through our Black-owned business give back. Our goal is to help local Black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk We'll be giving away $2,000 worth of free commercial advertising for one month to the first 10 black-owned businesses who go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to sign up this month, now until the end of the year. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure right here on the new 1017 The Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. You know, 1017, the truth is moving, and we're moving to the avenue right in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Follow our progress all summer long as we embark on a journey to our new home. The avenue is vibrant and exciting and full of food and full of food and full of food and full of food. And you'll be able to eat and come by and eat and watch us live. 1017, the truth's move. To the Avenue is sponsored by Coakley Brothers and Brothers Interiors, the official moving and furniture provider of GKB Milwaukee. We've been discussing uh, Milwaukee, homelessness, poverty, all the wars that we've been fighting that ain't been going right. And talking text lines say, you convinced me I am now voting Republican. Can't wait for my newfound riches I would get. Because they asked before that, so you are, so you say we should vote Republican. Like, that's the only thing you got out of that? And that our lives will be better. I never said that. Like, how, how did you get that from the, the Democrats not doing their job? See, that's the problem, is that work with the people that are in to make sure they do their job. It's not about just voting them out and voting Republican. When are we going to tell them to do their job? Like, voting them out still doesn't change the fact that you don't have anything and they didn't do anything. But I don't get it. 833-212-1017. You mean that you're on the new 1017, The sh- uh, the Truth? The show is here. What's going on? Mina? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse Wake me, up, Dr. man. Yeah, Wake I'm up, sorry. man. She was asleep. Sorry. <laughs> you know, no. No. Mina, it's it's Mina, it's really hard to hear you. 
Okay, hold on one. Let me see if this is better. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay, so I've been, as I'm listening, I'm asking myself, right? I know the politicians are the people we will elect when we put into office, right? And you want to elect the person who um, best sees your views, who, who will meet the needs, who will address the issues in the community, okay? So that's what I, but then I'm starting to ask myself, there's no magic wand. And right. I think about any that I've worked for in my life and still working for, there's no magic wand. And I think about the things that they put money on top of, like over the years, mm-hmm. you know, in my life, be it poverty and the culture. We start back at square one again because, in my opinion, the mindset of the people, of us, is not changing. So I was thinking, do what do you think? My thought is, I think no matter, well, I want to say no matter, no matter who's in, Democratic or Republican, if they are trying to better our community, to me, that's the that's the holistic approach. But if they're doing their job, is it possible sometimes, Dr. Ken, that we can make them look like they're not doing their job? Because this is what I see. I wouldn't want to be anything else but a black woman. Love being black. But we far too often nowadays, we have our hands held out and things are so easy and we want it to be so easy. Even with the politicians like the other caller, well, texter, well, we should vote. Republicans, so our lives would be better. Well, no, because no matter what programs or money they put in place, if we don't utilize them, if we don't work them, but do you understand? You mean the, the problem is that we're taking the money. The problem is that you keep giving me a program instead of fixing what's wrong. And nobody in the okay, black community will say it's not a politician's job to fix me. No, exactly. I'm with you. It's not. It's not. It's to, to give us the programming. It's not. Uh, it's not the their job. It's not. That's my job to do okay, that for my family. Okay, hold on. That's my job. One of the okay, reasons listen, we listen. have the issue. Okay, one of the reasons we have the issue <laughs> is because. Yes, I can. But I, I'm going to finish my point. We. Yes, sir. One of the issues is that we keep taking. But nobody gives anything. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. I feel you. We're on the same page. You just said it different. That's what I'm saying. When are we going to ask ourselves, what are we going to do? That's what I'm saying. When are we going to ask ourselves, what are you going to do? You know, whether there's a program available to help you with first-time ownership or business, um, incorporation. But why do you need a program? Uh, what are you going to do? Listen to what you're saying, Mina. No, no, no. That's Listen what I'm saying. Listen to what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't. Okay, no, no, so I then say, what do I'm we do? You, what said, do whether, we do? Let's, okay, let's listen, use homeownership. Whether, whether it's available or not. Research. Go out and find. Um, talk to other people who own homes. Um, ask them how they started. Network. Put in sweat equity. So yes, I'm my business. My bi- I didn't go to classes. I had some bumps and bruises, and still am. I found out how to incorporate. How to come up with the idea. What mm-hmm. What does that look like? But I'm putting in sweat equity. I'm researching. Um, I didn't wait. So I, I'm 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 saying I think pretty much the same thing. You shouldn't have to wait. That's what I'm saying for resources to be given and provided. I'm saying I believe that 
that is happening too much to us right. that is crippling us Correct. to the degree Correct. that we kind of sit there twiddling our thumbs while the politicians are the politicians. Well, it don't matter. It don't matter what they're going to do. It matters that if you have a vision, if you have this, an idea and say they're not uh, putting the programs out there or whatever the way we think, then go get it. All right. Well, thank you much, Mina. I appreciate it. Okay. I agree with her. I think at some point you just got to do it yourself. Talking text line said, but you claimed all Wisconsin Dems are garbage. The majority of them, anybody that hasn't done a job for you and made Milwaukee better than it is today. And I didn't say all Wisconsin. I said Milwaukee. And if I said Wisconsin, wasn't talking about Wisconsin, but I'll let you do that. What do we have to show for it? Other than you feeling good, other than them voting for people that look like you, what do you have to show for it? All I'm asking you to do is tell them this is what you need to do. Don't just get voted into office. So if you vote Mandela Barnes into office as the next United States senator from the great state of Wisconsin, what are you asking him for? What is he supposed to do? What do you get for voting him in? What did we get for voting in the youngest black mayor in Milwaukee? What do we get? We're voting for all the people in the common council. What do we get for voting for all the people in Milwaukee County as supervisors. What do you get? What did you ask for? As a taxpaying citizen of the city and county of Milwaukee, have you asked them and told them what you want? Or did they just tell you what they was going to do, gave you platitudes, got an office, and then checked out like everybody else? Because that's what I'm talking about, what the Democrats did. I can't talk about what Republicans did because I don't live in an area other than Ron Johnson being the state Senator, that's represented by a Republican. It's all Democrats. State representative, state Senate, city, aldermatic district. That's all I got. County, Democrat. Is your neighborhood better? Is your block better? That's all I'm asking. Don't act like we can't call out people that look like us and people that we vote for. That's ridiculous. And stop being all-encompassing. You're calling all Wisconsin Democrats garbage. Some of them are. Some of the Republicans are garbage, too. Many people will say all of them are. But many of them have come and helped people in the city of Milwaukee. But that, at some point, is irrelevant because I don't live with them. I live with us. And I expect to be safe in my city, to have police and fire and city services and county services, fix the pension issue that's about to hit us and smack us back. So if we think we're in a recession now, wait till that hits. Have you asked your elected official, forget asking, have you told them what you want? And let them know that the reason they're there is because you put them there and what your expectations are. Because in the end, 
Where goes Milwaukee goes the entire state of Wisconsin. And we can sit here and we can play about it, or we could actually be about it. Because right now, I'm not seeing it. Right now, all those other wars, especially drugs, guess what? Like I said, drugs won.